Welcome to Empowered Radio. I am your host, Emma Montgomery, an online nutrition and fitness coach and creator of Shred Within. Each week, we'll talk all things nutrition, training, and mindset. You'll be able to take my tips and strategies and apply what you learn to see results with both your body and your mind. So without further ado, let's jump into the episode. What is up, guys? Welcome back. Thank you for tuning in. Um, and just a quick thank you for the, there's been tons of um, amazing response um, to the podcast on social media messages that I get. So I appreciate you guys um, so much for that. And I know one big request that I've gotten is um, doing more weekly. That is a goal of mine right now. Um, it's all I can do to get one out a week. So eventually I'm working up to two or more a week. So, um, but thank you for taking the time, you know, to tune in on Fridays to listen. So I appreciate you guys for being here. Uh, before we jump into today's episode, I did want to remind you that the April shred is open for enrollment as of now. It opened today. Um, there are some new things that I have worked really hard to get put in place for the shred this month. So super excited. So, um, never done this before. And, uh, a couple of things. So there will now be lifetime access to the shred plan. So before, whenever you would um, sign up for the shred, you could like print your workouts to keep those. Now you will have access to the workouts and everything that you, um, you know, for the the program for forever. So you'll be able to access that even after the um, program ends. Now you won't have access to the discussion board or me through there, but you will have access to any of the content. So the recipes, the workouts, all of that you will get to keep forever. Um, so that is awesome. I am, um, I have created meal plan options for different calorie levels, basically anything from like 1300 to 1800 calories uh, with recipes included. Again, I don't believe in meal plans, but this is just a sample meal plan, full day of eating that can show you how you could structure your day. So um, I know a lot of people need something visually to see how they could break up their meals. So that will be included in this next round of the shred. And the coolest thing, um, and this has been something that has been highly requested um, because I am not taking any more one-on-one clients currently. So I am opening up coached spots for the shred this month. Um, The spots will be very limited. They will sell out quick. So um, yeah, just know that there are uh, are going to be coached options for the shred this month. um, And it gives you one-on-one accountability um, check-ins. So Lots of new things um, for the shred. Super excited. Again, it opened today. Enrollment will be from today, so the 26th, and it will go through April 2nd, um, which is a Friday, and there will be no late enrollment. Um, It will be cut off on that Friday. So open Friday to Friday. Um, You get in or you don't, uh, but do have to put a hard stop on it because um, it just gets really overwhelming there at the end to get everyone set up on time. So Just wanted to start with that um, before we jump into today's show, which we are going to talk about how to make dieting suckless. Um, So basically just ways that you can minimize um, and mitigate hunger during a dieting phase. So got several things written down here. Um, If you guys are note takers, I would suggest grabbing pen and paper or whatever so that um, you can jot some of these down because it will be super helpful. Um, But these are things that I implement into my dieting phase. Um, 
I just started my cut um, on my fourth week. So these are things that as my calories will um, get lower, I definitely um, practice a lot of these. So wanted to share these with you guys, um, especially with a new shred uh, rolling around here. So we're going to just jump right in. Um, the first thing I have down is making sure that you are getting adequate protein in. I know I talk about this all the time, but it's so important. Um, and for dieting in general, it helps in terms of fat loss. Um, so when you're making sure that you're eating adequate protein, and when I say adequate protein, we're talking anywhere from either 0 0.7, 0 0.8 to 1.2 grams per pound of body weight. So protein is by far the most satiating macronutrient. So that means it's the most um, filling. So you feel full longer um, and it is, this doesn't necessarily have to go with like the filling full longer, but it does burn more calories being digested. So that's obviously awesome when you're dieting, you're burning more calories digesting protein. Um, but it's the most satiating and it's four calories per gram. So again, you know, when you're comparing protein to um, fat, fat is nine calories per gram. So again, getting adequate protein in is going to help sustain muscle mass as you are um, dieting. So when you're working towards that weight loss, it's going to be more um, geared towards fat loss. So adequate protein is the first thing. Um, the second one is volume foods. So higher volume foods, um, basically foods that will keep you full longer and they take up more space um, in your stomach uh, is the easiest way to explain it. So for fewer calories. So basically things like um, rice cauliflower, you know, when you're comparing it to like actual rice, um, it's a, a lot fewer calories uh, for rice cauliflower than it is for rice. Um, in terms of like making a burrito bowl so you can save calories and where you can even mix the two, like use less rice and add rice cauliflower in it to bulk it up. Again, saving calories. So doing things like that, um, shredded lettuce that you can add to bowls, big salads. I usually eat um, like a big ass salad several times a week. So those are things that you can, um, again, you know, add lean protein to. And you can make non-boring salads. It doesn't just have to be chicken and lettuce. I mean, you can make like my Big Mac salad recipe is one of the most popular, if not the most popular recipe that I have. Everybody freaking loves it. And it's a salad um, and it's under 300 calories. It literally is like you're eating a, you know, a bunless Big Mac. Um, so things like that. So when you're thinking of your calories and your macros, it's being like very budget conscious. So you're um, being frugal <laughs> on how you're spending um, those calories. So the higher volume foods for less calories are going to give you a bigger bang for your buck. So again, rice veggies, lettuce, big salads, berries. So things like strawberries and blueberries, uh, raspberries, you can add to like oatmeal. Um, low calorie popcorn is a good, like I keep 100 calorie popcorn and that's something that I will eat at night if I'm um, kind of hungry before bed and I just want something like while I'm sitting in front of the TV, it takes me a long time to eat it. And it's again, volume, you know, and it's a hundred calories. So um, things like that are really good options, but higher volume foods is definitely the way to go. Um, fasting. So like intermittent fasting, again, uh, this won't be for everyone. And you don't specifically have to choose like, you know, a fasting window, like, you know, 
uh, 16-8, so like fasting for 16 hours and eating for eight hours, you can just simply choose to, um, you know, hold off on your first meal. And that way, if you're eliminating breakfast and you're not eating your first meal, maybe till lunch, you can make your other meals during the day larger so that you are more satiated. So say you, um, you know, you sleep a little later and you get up and you have a busy morning. This happens to me a lot. And I will have people ask me all the time when I post my breakfast in my stories, it might be 10 o'clock before I get my first meal in. And people will say, do you fast? And I don't on purpose. Um, it's because there are some mornings I get to sleep a little bit later. And um, then if I get busy with work, I look up and I'm like, okay, it's 10 and I have an eight. So um, totally okay. Again, it it doesn't matter how you spend your calories and your macros throughout the day or when you eat those. Um, it, again, it's the calorie balance at the end of the day and the end of the week. So if fasting helps you stick to a calorie deficit by eliminating one meal and making your other meals larger, then by all means do that. So um, when people ask about intermittent fasting, it's not that I recommend it or don't recommend it. It's I personally don't really do it. Um, but if it helps you stick to a calorie deficit, yes, do it. And this is one of the times that um, it definitely can help to minimize hunger because you can eliminate or hold your first meal off um, and really make your other meals larger so that you stay full longer. Um, let's see. Next one I've got on here is fiber. I know I've talked about fiber before. Fiber is super underrated and very important. Um, if you're not tracking fiber, you need to track fiber. So um, calories, protein, carbs, and fat, even if you let your carbs and fat fall where they fall and you're just tracking your protein and your calories, I still recommend tracking your fiber intake because fiber, um, one, too much or too little uh, can cause digestive issues. So you can have, you know, if you're not eating enough fiber, you can have a hard time producing bowel movements. If you're eating too much fiber, it can lead to um, severe bloat, also constipation. Um, so yeah, there's a fine line and a good middle ground to hit with fiber. It's recommended to have 14 grams per every thousand calories. Now I say for women, a good range can be anywhere from like 15 to 25 grams. Again, this is going to be different from person to person. It will also be different if you're in a dieting phase with lower calories or you're at maintenance with higher calories. Because again, I mentioned the 14 grams per thousand calories. If you're somebody who's eating over 2000 calories, you might be able to have 30, 35 grams and feel fine. Now you might be someone like me who has to stick around a 20 gram mark I know my sweet spot. I've tracked my fiber for years. I stick around the 20 gram mark. Um, during maintenance, it might be closer to 25. But again, I have to watch that because I know um, my limitations there. Now for men, um, I would say anywhere from like 25 to 30, 35 grams um, is a good range for them. Some examples of food with fiber or higher fiber, because um, I'll have people ask me about supplementing with fiber, and that's totally fine, but it's so easy to get in through your diet. Um, just make sure you're tracking, for one, your vegetables so that you can know that you're getting it, um, getting in the fiber. But things like uh, strawberries, blueberries, raspberries, apples, bananas, oatmeal, 
um, spinach, broccoli, sweet potatoes, regular potatoes, seeds. Uh, so basically fruits and vegetables are going to be your um, easiest way to get the fiber in. And again, I recommend 14 grams, or it's not me recommending, that is the recommended um, 14 grams per every thousand calories. Uh, let's see, eliminating or limiting calorie dense foods. So to be a little more specific here, I have an example. Um, but so when you think about in a dieting phase, spending 230 to 250 calories on a protein bar. Now I love protein bars. I love built bars. They're my favorite. I eat one. I don't want to say every day, but I love them as a dessert. So I eat them a few times a week, several times a week. So um, I do make sure I work those in, but uh, they're fewer calories than most bars. But if you take like a 230 calorie protein bar, so we're just going to say, for example, it had 20 grams of protein, 24 carbs, and around eight grams of fat. That's pretty standard for most protein bars. So that's not going to be super filling. Now, there's going to be days when you're on the go, you need to throw something in your purse. That's fine. But if you're just like sitting around and you're going to eat something because you need to get, say you need some extra protein, so you're going to eat a bar, that's not going to be super filling and it's not going to hold you over very long. So for the same or around the same amount of calories, you could have a bowl of oatmeal with around 10 grams of peanut butter and a cup of yogurt for 240 calories and you've got 17 grams of protein, 23 carbs, and nine fat. Which one is going to keep you full longer? Probably the oatmeal, the peanut butter, and the yogurt. Um, so you're getting more food for the same amount of calories. So thinking about things like that. Um, you know, same thing if you're eating a steak and so it's got protein and fat in it where you could have, you know, chicken for the same amount of protein, you know, as you were going to get in the steak. And maybe you could add like an avocado with it. So it's going to, again, be more food versus just the steak. So thinking about things like that, um, again, it goes back to the budgeting um, and really being frugal with your macros. So really thinking of your macros and your calories like money. And you want to, um, you know, like push it as far as you can in terms of when you're going shopping somewhere, you're always looking for the best deal. That's kind of how you're doing with your macros and your calories when you're dieting. You really want to find <laughs> the the best deal <laughs> uh, for lack of better terms. So I hope that makes sense. I think it will make sense. Um, but just thinking about, you know, is this protein bar going to keep me full as long as a bowl of oatmeal with some peanut butter and, you know, a cup of yogurt? Um, another one that I wanted to mention, and this a shameless plug, but I'm going to put it in here because it is helpful and beneficial. But fat burners, um, it's not a magic pill. You still need to be in a calorie deficit to lose weight. Um, so a fat burner is not, you're not going to be able to take that and still eat 3000 calories a day and lose weight. The whole point with the fat burner is that it curbs your appetite. So my shred um, metabolic optimizer I use those very frequently, um, almost daily in my dieting phase. So I take two in the morning, typically. Um, they are a godsend for me in terms of hunger, um, keeping my hunger in a good place. So again, 
a calorie deficit is required for fat loss, the fat burner just helps you adhere to the calorie deficit because it will curb your appetite. So um, I can link the um, the link for the shred in the program and the fat burner um, in the description. So you guys can check that out. But again, like I said, it's not that it's a magic pill. It just help it just helps you adhere to your calorie deficit because it's going to curb your appetite. Um, let's see, drinks. So things like coffee, um, even if it's decaf, like late at night, low calorie hot chocolate. Um, I do that a lot. So I get like, I think it's fat-free hot chocolate. Um, it's like 30 calories and you can add the little mini like crunchy marshmallows to it for like maybe 10 calories. So something like that, it's warm and it takes a long time to drink. So again, those help, um, with curbing your appetite, you can crush like blend up ice and use like a crystal light packet or the Mio drops or the, you know, the water flavor. Um, and you can put that over like the crushed ice and it's almost like an icy for like no calories. But again, it takes you a long time to eat it. Um, and it's flavored and it just, again, it's one of those things like it's, it will, hold you over if you needed like a holdover before bed or before meal. Um, those are things that I do a lot. Fizzy drinks, so um, like carbonated waters, um, diet sodas, um, you know, zero calorie, uh, sugar-free like energy drinks, things like that where they are fizzy. Again, that's just going to take up some room in your stomach. <laughs> and so, um, you know, a diet Coke or whatever. I love diet Coke. And so, um, again, I'm not saying that these things, so don't get me wrong here. I'm not telling you diet Coke is a health food and go drink diet Coke that it is healthy. I'm telling you that if you're dieting, diet soda is zero calories and it is okay in moderation. So, um, you don't have to give up diet Coke, um, or diet soda. If you don't love McDonald's diet Coke, there's likely something wrong with you. I'm kidding. But McDonald's Diet Coke, if you're listening to this, I want you to share this (laughs) on social media and let me know if you agree that McDonald's Diet Coke is seriously the best um, because I believe that it's truly the best. Oh, and my sister, I have to share this with you guys um, because it's on this topic. So my sister, Heather, she just informed me, and I don't know how I didn't know this, but if you have the Sonic app, um, and you have a Sonic close to you, their diet cherry limeades are the bomb.com. And they, she gets like a water and she will just add sugar-free raspberry syrup, which is like five calories and lemon, just like fresh lemon slices to it. And it helps you get your water in and it's super refreshing and it's tasty and it's five calories. Um, but on the Sonic app, the, to the point of this, you can get on there and you can order your drinks. They're half price always on the app and you can do curbside and they bring them right out to you. So it takes, you don't have to like where I live, the Sonic is always blowed up. Like it's literally wrapped around the building. Um, but I love their diet cherry limeade and you can go and order through the app. They're half price all day, every day on the app and you can do the curbside and they bring them right out to you. How cool is that? So yeah, my sister, um, shared that tidbit with me and I will be doing that a lot this summer. Um, because again, if you haven't had their diet cherry limeades, those are really, really good. Okay. Sorry. I got off topic, but I hope you guys appreciate that little tidbit. Um, the next thing I was going to mention is gum. Um, now I wouldn't recommend like chewing a pack a day, 
But chewing gum, like a piece in between meals, I think is helpful. Um, I do that if it's, you know, close to like dinner time and maybe I'm going to go for a walk or something. Like I'll just chew some gum to like kind of keep my mind going and like, you know, something there um, that's got a little flavor to it that, you know, again, it's one of those like mental things probably, but that will um, help in terms of hunger. Um, And then just simple things like eating slower. Um, So for people that are super busy, and I know this is hard for like teachers, especially probably rarely get to sit down and enjoy a meal. Same thing for healthcare professionals. You guys are seriously saints. Um, but I know it's hard to sit down and actually enjoy a meal. Um, but if you can sit down, slow down while you're eating, enjoy what you're eating. Don't mindlessly like, you know, watch TV while you eat, like actually enjoy the food and eat it slowly. That will help in terms of like helping you feel satiated, um, once you finish the meal. So I know that's kind of a lot and, um, But yeah, I hope it's helpful. Those are all things that I, literally all things that I do um, in terms of when I'm dieting and they help me with hunger. So I wanted to share those with you guys. Again, quick reminder, the shred is open. It's linked in the description. Um, But that's all I've got for you guys today. So again, thank you for tuning in and I will talk to you next Friday. Thank you for tuning in to this episode of Empowered Radio. If you enjoyed the episode or found value in it, could you do me two quick favors? One, take a screenshot and post it to your social media and tag me in it so I can say thanks. And two, could you subscribe to the podcast and leave a five-star rating and review in iTunes? It would mean the world to me. Thanks again for tuning in and we'll see you in the next episode.